This is the Father Matters Show with your host, Vance Sims. Father Matters is committed to building stronger, healthier communities by supporting, encouraging, and enlightening today's fathers and families. And now, your host, Vance Sims. Welcome to the Father Matters Show. I'm your host, Vance Sims. Thank you for joining us right here on Faith Talk 1360 KPXQ. Dr. Henry Cloud states that confusion about responsibility or ownership in our lives is often related to boundaries. A boundary shows me where I end and someone else begins. Healthy boundaries keep the good things in and cause people to make choices that result in positive experiences and outcomes. Unhealthy boundaries, on the other hand, can bind people and cause turmoil in all parts of one's life. Today, we are talking about breaking boundaries. We have Howard Bell, CEO of Boundary Breakers, here to talk with us about breaking free from the negative social, mental, physical, spiritual, and financial boundaries that keep people from achieving success. Welcome to the Father Matters Show, Howard. Thank you. It's, it's an honor to be here, Vance. Yes. Share a little more about breaking bound, uh, boundary breakers. Well, Boundary Breakers is an organization that I recently became CEO of, but our founder was an individual named Mickey Rhodes who um, lived his life from a wheelchair. He had cerebral palsy and was diagnosed. He was one of a set of twins and has a sister that is uh, still living, but Mickey died in 2007. And Boundary Breakers was a vision um, that he had to help individuals break free from boundaries that prevented them from achieving true success. And um, as of 2013, I became the CEO of the organization. And from that time, we really uh, had a resurgence and a redefinition of who we are as boundary breakers. And uh, we'll talk a little bit more about that. But Boundary Breakers is really a, a nonprofit organization whose focus is to develop a series of mindset training programs that help people break free from what we will further talk about as negative boundaries in their life. That is awesome. Thank you, Howard. Boundaries are hard to see and define. Give us some examples of what boundaries include. Well, you know, I think your quote was very um, specific and right on. In today's world, especially in the 90s, late 90s, early 2000s, we we saw a surgence of individuals in the psychological and the social economic worlds talking about boundaries and healthy boundaries and it became the buzzwords that everybody started using even in the church world they taught uh courses on boundaries i've got to set my boundaries and you know interestingly enough the the idea of a boundary is that it's double-edged because the same boundary i set up to protect myself is the same boundary that actually alienates me or could alienate me from being able to experience other things in life. An example would be um, in the early 60s and, and the late 50s, a lot of people would say that the the Caucasians had a boundary, uh, but we know it as a prejudice um, against people of other races or ethnicities. And over time, we see that with Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., he was a boundary breaker 
because he had a dream. And one of my favorite quotes is uh, one that, you know, I say that God gave me, but I, I too have lived a life of disabilities and, and had to experience extreme prejudice, you know, preconceptions of what people thought about my abilities because they would see my body. I weigh 45 pounds. I use 17% of my lungs. And immediately the, the perception that's given off is, oh, that poor man. Mm. I wonder what he can do. Or, oh, yeah, I bet you work hard. It's just a lot of struggle for you to get out of bed, isn't it? But they're, they're shocked when they find out that I was fortunate to be raised in a family where uh, I just put a quote on Facebook yesterday that God gave me. Let me go back to the first quote I was going to say. But where big vision is, boundaries are broken. Mm. And when we have great dreams and we have great aspirations, we have to make choices daily uh, as to whether or not we're going to succumb to the opinions of others, our own negative thoughts, and our own negative programming that has caused us to operate within a set of restrictions or boundaries that are quote-unquote safe for us. Uh, Like I said, I had another quote that um, came to me yesterday that I've always lived my life by, and that is, Unlimited success requires unlimited faith. And where there's limits, there are boundaries. And so, you know, we talk about positive and negative boundaries. We'll get a little bit more into that a little bit later on the program, I'm sure. But for me, my life has been all about showing that what's inside of me is greater than those boundaries or oppressive viewpoints that surround me. And therefore, I must break through to my fullest potential. And we can, we'll talk a little bit more about that. But that's what Boundary Breakers is really all about. That's awesome. And, and speaking of faith, the Bible teaches us in Galatians that we are responsible to each other, but not for each other. How do people with healthy boundaries imitate this? Well, you know, uh, this is a, a, an interesting question, actually, because I find that what the world is actually in need of is a paradigm shift. And I'm probably going to get a lot of feedback from from what I'm about to say. And, you know, I'm sure they can go to fathermatters.org and, and comment. They can also go to boundarybreakers.org and comment on this particular subject. But I I want to say something, Vance, that might challenge what we know of our own faith. And that is there is not one scripture in the Bible for self-defense. And what the world has termed as boundaries are really meant to protect us from perceived fears. I can't let you use me, therefore I have to set up a boundary. But in reality, if I'm dead, which the Bible says we die daily, if I'm dead, I have no boundary of protection. I mean, when's the last time you went to a funeral and saw someone sit up out the casket and said, don't kiss me. Don't touch me. Right, I've right. got a boundary. You can't use me. I won't let you use me like that. The fact of the matter is there's not a need for a boundary of protection when you're dead. And so what happens is because we fear losing some part of our life or some part of our identity, we put up what I call negative personal boundaries. And I got to tell you that with the pendulum, I want to make sure that everyone's perfectly clear. I'm not saying that we don't need to operate in some healthy balances. But when we start using boundaries as a defense mechanism, we must step back and ask ourselves, what is it we're defending? 
if we're defending the faith, then it's a positive boundary. But if we're defending our reputation, our status, our future, that's not our jobs, nor is it our job description. The Bible says that God will take care of us. Yes. In fact, Jesus said, you know, uh, that the earth, foxes have holes and birds have nests, but the Son of Man has no place to rest his head. And what he was talking about is my assurance is not defined by your ability to accept me. Mm. And so in, in reference to what you're asking, we oftentimes put value on the opinions of others that are so great that we are drawn in to actually idol worship of others' opinions and or their perceptions. Absolutely. And we let other, other people's opinions dictate our future. Not only that, but they become ingrained in the essence of our thought processes mm-hmm. and our mindset so that we begin to unconsciously respond and react to potential successful situations and end up missing out oftentimes on achieving our fullest potentials because we're responding by what we think might could happen. Yes, sir, Howard. Sometimes healthy boundaries stem from our own negative thoughts or beliefs. Can you share some examples of negative mental boundaries and why these keep us stuck? You know, uh, I'm a man of faith, and the Bible says that in the book of Revelation that they overcame the enemy or the great dragon by the blood of the Lamb and the word of their testimony. And I can tell you from personal experience, some of the negative boundaries in my life I've actually uh, became more prevalent and more um, revealed to me as a man, as an adult man. Because when you are in a child-sized body, even though you might be 41 and the doctor said you wouldn't live to be five, so there's a boundary right there. They set up a boundary of living. They predicated my ability to live or to achieve what God purposed for me to do. They put the boundary of medical science in my way and Mm -hmm. began to very early in my life, speak things to me that were based in scientific fact, but not in biblical truth. We can get to that later. I could preach all day just on that one subject. Yeah. But that's an example. It's, it's an example of when someone comes along in the midst of your forward progress in life, what I like to call life's inertia, which, by the way, I am writing a book that will be released sometime in October called Inertia, Life's Invisible Momentum. But... I'll get back to that later. But you asked about the boundaries and, and those things. What I really wanted to, to drive on was personally um, having professionals, psychologists, teachers, uh, friends, neighbors say things. You know, I can remember at a very early age, uh, some of my best friends saying, I can't play with you anymore. Mm. And I'd say, why? And they'd say, well, my mom says you have a disease. And she's afraid that I might catch it. So I, I'm not allowed to stay all night with you. And I remember thinking to myself, well, first of all, I don't have anything contagious. And second of all, why? And as I became an adult, like I said, the perceptions of men and women are, well, you know, you know, I, I would hear things like, that's a really good job for a guy in a wheelchair. Even though no one was saying that, that's what I would hear because the perceptions, the actions, the the ways in which people responded to me 
And so then I began to realize that personally, my own mindset, my own reactions, my own personal inertia or movement in my life was actually being impeded mm-hmm. by programming and thoughts and a mindset that, yeah, that was a good job for a guy in a wheelchair. Now, Vance, I've been able to build schools. Yes. I've written a book. I have hosted my own radio programs. I've traveled throughout the United States. All in a wheelchair. All from a wheelchair. I've been through a tornado, and God delivered me out of that. Mm. Uh, refrigerator land on top of me. I shouldn't have lived. Went through a major back surgery. Made it through that. I've been a spokesperson for the Easter Seals Society in the Middle Ohio Valley. And here I am thinking it's not enough to prove my manhood. Right. And now you're here today on the Father Matter Show. Yeah, and now I'm here today. So <laughs> now, 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 now check this out because you just said after all this, you know, in a wheelchair, you, you, you know, all the stuff you was able to do while being in a wheelchair, what are some limitations that we place on ourselves that result in forming negative boundaries? Well, I think the limitations that we set on ourselves is we forget who we are. Mm. The Bible says, no, you're not the other temple of the Holy Ghost, filled with praise, filled with power, filled with glory. The Bible says that God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of love and of power and of a sound mind. The Bible says that we're the head and not the tail, we're above and not beneath. So what happens is, as other influences, peer pressure, opinions, thoughts come into our lives, and as we begin to believe what we're told over what we know, that's what begins to happen. And that's where we get reinforcement for negative boundaries. So I think that what it is is we have to make conscious choices every day. Romans 12, uh, Paul's making a cry to the church. He says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And that's where we can break those boundaries, is in the renewing of our minds. Woo! If you're not getting anything out of this show today, something is wrong. You're listening to the Father Matters Show with Vance Sims. And today's guest is Howard Bell, CEO of Boundary Breakers. And today we're talking about breaking boundaries. We'll hear more from Howard after this. Father Matters presents Pearl Conference 2014, an evening of elegance. Saturday, October 18th at the Crown Plaza Phoenix Airport Hotel. Register today at fathermatters.org. Use this elegant date night as an opportunity to connect with your spouse and hear practical ways to strengthen and enhance your marriage. Register today at fathermatters.org. Keynote speakers for the evening, Chris and Carmen Garner, founders of the ministry, Fortified Marriages. Pearl Conference 2014, an evening of elegance. Register today at fathermatters.org. That's fathermatters.org. Hi, this is Vance Sims, host of the Father Matters Show. Would you consider partnering with us? Father Matters is a nonprofit ministry that's listener-supported and relies on donations and grants. All funds raised go directly to Father Matters Mentoring Program for Families, which means that your donation will help important projects that service children and families. For more information about partnering with us, log on to fathermatters.org and click the Donate to Father Matters icon. Together, let's build stronger, healthier communities by supporting, encouraging, and enlightening today's fathers and families. 
Don't miss Pearl Conference 2014. You can enter to win a pair of Pearl tickets by sending us an email to info at fathermatters.org. In the subject box, put Pearl tickets in your email. Give us your name, your spouse's name, and the winners will be announced in our October 7th Father Matters Tribune. You can subscribe to the Father Matters Tribune at fathermatters.org. If you would like information on becoming a Pearl Conference sponsor, email us at info at fathermatters.org. Also, you can catch the Father Matters show nationally every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time by logging on to blogtalkradio.com or catch our archive shows anytime worldwide at soundcloud.com. We're back with Howard Bell, CEO of Boundary Breakers. Today, we are talking about breaking boundaries. Howard, some people thrive in the dysfunction of surrounding themselves with negative people. Is this an example of a negative social boundary? Absolutely. And let me tell you what it is. is we've heard the old adage, misery loves company. And, and I mentioned before, and I'm not trying to plug my book because... Plug it, plug uh, it, plug it. Eh, I'm writing a book because it's really a book that was uh, spawned out of therapeutic revelation even for myself. Because there came a time in my life, uh, Vance, where I had to realize that despite all of the things that I accomplished, I had really bought into the negative notion that I wasn't a man. And I had surrounded myself with people that, that believed less of themselves. So they were okay with the mundane and the everyday life, uh, the drudgery of, of being stuck in the same routine, the nine to five, the, the go to church Sunday, maybe go to choir on Wednesday, go back to church on Sunday, get drained throughout the week, go back to church, get drained. And that in and of itself is a paradigm shift that has to change. We have to realize that every day is a new day. David said today, Lord, your mercies are new every morning. And, and I'm writing the book about inertia because the principle of inertia states that an object at rest wants to stay at rest. Mm. And, and until a force greater than its mass acts upon it, that's exactly what an object will do. And an object that's set in motion in a straight line will want to stay in that straight line. Right. And so in our lives, when we are birthed into negativity, when we're surrounded, see, the Bible says that the carnal mind is an enmity between God and between man. And, and I just now began to realize that part of that enemy or enmity is the fact that we don't know who we are. Our identity is what causes us to settle for surrounding ourselves. And it's interesting to me that when somebody in my life, and I, again, I'll be 42 in November, and I, and I thank God for every day, but in my life when I've seen people start to experience success or change, something very real begins to happen. Their life begins to move forward. But then suddenly, friendships, relationships will just fall off. Suddenly, people that they've been friends with for years are, are falling off and, and leaving them in the dust. And people are going, wait, I don't understand. When things were bad, there was my homies. They were the ones that were there. Man, we could toke it up, scoot it up, drink it up. But now that I'm doing better, they call me a hypocrite. They tell me that I think I'm better than them. And I'm really not. And what I propose is 
that what's happened is the inertial shift in our minds and in our lives, in the course of our lives, has changed. And they're objects that are set at rest and they don't want to move. Right, right. And, and, and sometimes with people like that, I like, I, I like to say it, it's, it's, we, we, we don't attract in life uh, who we want. We attract in life who we are even friends. So then what we become is called a sibling society. And then when someone like you says, decide to start reading, start being around healthy people growing, they change the sibling society will say that person, you know, is acting too good for us. Exactly. But here's another way to look at it. In the scientific world, when something's inertia increases, think about a rocket ship. When a rocket ship goes through the atmosphere and it's breaking free from the gravitational pull of the mass of the Earth, it's because it has reached a velocity that is greater than the, uh, the pull of gravity. And so what happens as it's going through the atmosphere, the atmosphere wants to stay where it's at. Mm-hmm. So what happens is everything that's on the outside of that ship gets burned up because of the friction. And so those things that are hanging onto us, like barnacles, that are unhealthy, that are, that are really not fuel or propelling us forward, begin to get burned off. And we begin to feel like, wait a minute, wait, wait, wait. Something feels different. Well, it should because our, our life is moving forward. Now, somebody says, does that mean every relationship I have? No, because what happens is where there's unity, that means that your mass and my mass has unified. And wherever I go, you're going. Awesome. Howard, at the beginning of our time together, I read a quote from Dr. Henry Cloud that basically leads us to believe that in order for people to have clear, healthy boundaries, they must first take ownership of ourselves, our emotions, thoughts, actions, etc. Last question, how important is ownership in setting good boundaries? You know, I, I thought about this when you said this earlier. And I have to go with the scripture. The Bible says the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, the world and they that dwell therein. So then ownership is really not a matter of discussion for us to have. Rather, stewardship is the matter of discussion that we have because we own nothing. We have been given supreme authority and divine dominion over everything except each other. Why? Because we were never meant to control each other. We were meant to support one another and to encourage one another and to build up one another. My job is not to pronounce your future. My job is to promote your success. Man. And so that is why, that is why it is so important that we realize that we are made stronger by joining together with one another. Howard, this time is just flying by. You have got to come back, my friend. Hey, where can our listeners go to learn more about Boundary Breakers, Howard? You know, it, there's a number of places you can follow us on uh, our website at www.boundarybreakers.org. That's www.boundarybreakers.org. And from there, you can find us and, and do pretty much anything you need. You know, I want to I let you all know that we've just recently been fortunate enough to open up a Boundary Breaker Success Center. It's a facility where we will be doing uh, collaborative workshops and trainings on how to break free from the boundaries that have us uh, 
hindered from achieving our fullest success. Awesome, Howard. And all the information will be on your website? Yeah, absolutely. Howard, I want to thank you for coming into the show. I appreciate you, my man. Thank you, you for you, having me, Ben. I, I hope that the listeners got hope, got, 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 got encouragement out of this, this message today. I want to thank you for tuning into the Father Matters show. Send us your questions or emails and comments. I'm sorry. I'm so I'm so hyped. I'm confused here. Send us your questions or comments to info at fathermatters.org. I want to thank my engineer, Jeremy Siegel. And ladies, Saturday, October 11th, Father Matters is hosting a mother-to-mother workshop. We'll be at St. Luke's Medical Center. Log on to fathermatters.org for more information. See you next week at the same time, same place. Have a safe week. Thank you, and God bless.